Russian officials sound like they quote Bible prophecy as they proclaim no beast on earth can dismantle the multipolar international structure. Also, Pope Francis calls to give the United Nations real teeth, just like the Bible says. You know, the world government system and the world religious system are teaming up like never before. All of this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Right out of the gate, I want to tell you that if you're in the New Orleans, Louisiana area, be sure to make plans to come out and join Dave and Jana Robbins as we host a End Time Bible Prophecy Conference there. It's on August 26th at 6 p.m. Dave will be teaching about understanding the end time. This is a overview lesson of our brand new series understanding the end time that's 14 episodes and then also on august 27th at 11:30 a.m dave will be teaching on breaking prophecy news so go to endtime.com slash events or give us a call at 800 end time to learn more about the conference happening this weekend in new orleans louisiana doug wish you were going there huh you like cajun food <laughs> sure, I. Do you don't I like no. I you're from Mesquite. I thought no. I don't really eat a lot of cake. Okay. I eat some some gumbo every now and then. Yeah, know? but yeah, I'm allergic to shellfish. Oh boy, so I can't really eat like the really good stuff. So crawfish and stuff like that, I can't. I can't devour that. So yeah, no. But just, I do like New T-bones. Orleans. I've been there before. It's a it's a crazy place, but there's a lot of good churches there, and there's a lot of good. Christian people that are on fire for God. We've been there a couple of times with Brother Baxter when he was uh, doing conferences, and it's a it's a place where revival can happen. And well, there's we're a lot right, of crazy things. We're right too. in downtown New Orleans, from mm-hmm. what I understand. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to have quite a good time. Yeah, we need to pray, pray for that conference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, join us in prayer. <laughs> We There's a lot of it. spiritual wickedness that happens in that city and downtown area. So that is I'm true. just saying we need to pray. For and you that never conference. know who could show up at the conference. To That's do. right. I heard one of the two witnesses will be there. Really? Yeah. All right. Someone called in. They proclaimed that they are one of the two witnesses, and that they would be there this weekend. So I've talked to a lot of people that proclaim they're one of the two witnesses. Not all of them can be correct because there's only <laughs> going to be two of them. It's true. So. The only two is going to be right. Yeah. I doubt they'll be proclaiming it right out of the gate. Probably anyway. not. All right, Doug, Russia. Yes. We're always talking about Russia. Seems like it. What's that about? They're in Bible prophecy. They're in current events. Mm -hmm. They're apparently shooting missiles around, apparently killing people that are in their own government. Mm -hmm. No, that's not accurate. That is a conspiracy theory at the moment, right? Yeah, you're talking about the plane crash. I can't remember the guy's name. It's not like John Doe. It's It's the guy from the Wagner group. Yes. Yes. He died. That's what I heard. The, the guy who rebelled against Putin and kind of... Just a few months ago. Yeah. He, is, uh, he, he was in a private jet. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten people, I think uh, seven of his people and three staff. Uh, their their um, plane was shot down mm-hmm. and everyone died. At least that's what's being reported. Did you see the footage of I the did. plane coming down? I did. Yeah, man, that was something else. What, what's the Bible say about all this? About that, it's got to be in Bible prophecy, right? <laughs> uh, 
I don't believe that that particular event is in Bible prophecy, but Russia definitely is. Which is why we talk about them so frequently. And now they're making proclamations about the beast. Mm -hmm. I know we're not going to get into the story so deep on this side of the break, but why is that a story that you read and you go, that's something we got to talk about. They're they're calling calling, um, world powers the beast. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's a big deal. And, uh, I mean, anytime that, especially when I'm looking at, at headlines and people are sending me headlines all the time. This one was actually sent to me by one of our partners and, and listeners to the program. And uh, I, I get a lot of, uh, you know, stuff from people daily. But you can always tell when people are really tuned into what we talk about and talk uh, understand what we talk about from Bible prophecy because they'll send me great articles and so this one was sent to me the other day, and when I saw it, I was like, oh, man, this is great. Um, because, yes, you're right, this uh, foreign intelligence uh, director for Russia actually talks about the multipolar international structure, and then he talks about any beast on the earth. It's amazing at, at the verbiage that he uses there because uh, those things come straight out of the Bible. And so we'll kind of connect those dots as we go today and let you see why it's so important. But here's one of the things we understand from world government, from what we see in Revelation 13, uh, verses 1 through 4. Uh, if you look at that, we see the beast from Daniel 7. We'll talk about it a little bit more as we get going in the program. But uh, of those beasts, Russia is the feet of that one world government structure there. Right now, we talked about it before, Vince, because of the situation that's going on with the Ukraine and uh, Russia. It doesn't appear like Russia is playing ball very well with the uh, one world government. You know, the uh, EU, the one, the UN, uh, NATO, he's against all of them right now. But we know at some point in time, Russia is going to line up with that one world government and they'll become a major force of that one world government. We've talked about it before. The feet of the bear almost sounds like they'll be the main military force there. And we do see that also from Ezekiel 38. We see that Russia is one of the leading forces that come into Israel at the Battle of Armageddon. So it's interesting. Anytime Russia says anything, really, when you're watching what they're saying and you're listening to what they're saying, but when they start lining up with what prophecy says, then it makes it even more interesting. So if that bear is Russia, mm-hmm. which we believe it is, of course, as you've stated, uh, that means that when those things happen, we're in the end time. Like, we're, we're right before the timing of the second coming of Jesus. Well, we're definitely in the end time. We've been in the end time for quite a while now. Of course, a lot of people, when we say we're in the end time, they automatically jump to we're in the final seven years. And that's not what we're seeing. Uh, we're, we're in no means at the final seven years yet. It hasn't started yet. Uh, we know that there are two very particular um, prophecies in the Bible that are going to happen before that time starts. And it looks like one of them will be that... Uh, six trumpet war and the other one is the peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians. So those two major events kind of are right there neck and neck with each other and we know that that peace agreement between the Palestinians and the Israelis will bring in that final seven years. Now how much uh, Russia will be involved in that? I don't really know at this point but the Bible says that the Antichrist will make a covenant with many for one seven. And so when we get to that point, boy, we will be screaming from the rooftops, hey, we are in the final seven years. But we've been in the end time for a very long time. Well, really. Some people think we're like in the millennial reign already. Yeah, well, they would be wrong. 
because there's a lot of things that have to happen before we get there, and those things have not happened. Or like everything wrapped up back just shortly after Jesus was resurrected, but if Russia's the bear, if the bear is Russia, rather, then there's no way that was possible because Russia didn't exist back then, at least as we know it. The land was there, but right. not the country. Yeah, and so, there, I mean, there's a lot of things that people uh, have kind of come to conclusions, but we've got Scripture that can kind of back these things up today, so we're going to talk about Scripture and try to get us right on point where we are. Sounds good. Russia calls out the beast. That's what we're talking about today. We have open lines at 877 time 877 877-363-8463. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned on what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 endtime Are you ready for an extraordinary journey to the region that is the focus of more end-time Bible prophecy than any other? Well, look no further. Join us on an unforgettable journey to Israel. Our adventure begins down in Jerusalem where we will teach on the Mount of Olives, sing at the Garden of Gethsemane, walk down through the Kidron Valley, Then we'll make our way north, have a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee while visiting Joppa, Mount Carmel, baptize in the Jordan River, and so much more. Don't miss out on this incredible trip to Israel. Spaces are limited. Book your tour today. Visit endtime.com slash tour or call us at 1-800-END-TIME. Join us for an experience that you will never forget. you could understand Bible prophecy. Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Segal here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to chat with you about what we're talking about today. Russia calls out the world government system, essentially. Calls them the beast. So we're going to talk more about that today. Uh, Doug, one thing that we don't have in our notes, but maybe we need to mention it briefly here. I didn't even warn you about this. No, President Trump's being arrested today. 
He's mm-hmm. turning himself in. We'll get a mug shot, as I understand it. Is that in Bible prophecy? <laughs> no. Is Trump the Antichrist? <laughs> no. Okay, what about his arrest? What do you think about all that? Uh, well, I think it's pretty ridiculous based on some of the evidence that's coming out about other things that um, nobody's been brought up for any kind of questioning or anything on. And he's being arrested for the things that they're accusing him of. I think it's goofy. But that's my opinion. So I don't have a lot to say about it. It's not prophecy. It's not in Scripture. So, Well, you know, it, to me, I can see how this ties into what we are talking about to a degree. No beast on earth will be able to dismantle the growing multipolar international structure. Mm-hmm. It does appear that this structure referenced doesn't want Donald Trump to be in power. Is that fair? Well, I mean, here's one of the things that is interesting about that, because what this um, what this guy's talking about, this, his name's Sergei Nariskin, who is a Russian Foreign Intelligence Service Director. And the reason why it's so important to, to me, based on what he says, is he talks about no beast on earth will be able to dismantle that one world government system that they're trying to put in place. So he talks about the time of the United States being a uh, like a unipolar party, like, you know, we're the main force there, like we fund everything, we're behind everything, we force our ways of life on everybody else, this democracy and all these things. He's talking about America is losing her spot in the world. That's kind of what the big deal is. And yes, that's one thing that has to do with a Trump, I guess, if you want to bring him in, because one of the things Trump did was he pulled us out of a lot of the one world uh, government type of things. He pulled us out of the Paris Climate Agreement. He pulled us out of uh, UNESCO. He pulled us out of uh, the WHO. He's talked about all those things and wanted to get us out of that world government. And we see in Revelation 13 that the eagle is not going to be part of that one world government. We don't see the United States of America anywhere in there. And so uh, this article even talks about America losing her grip on the world, and that's prophetic as well. But the interesting thing about it, as he, as he talks about this, because... Can I ask you something there? Sorry, yeah, sure. Too far. Break, break on in there. Uh, America loses her grip, you said, and that's prophetic as well. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Is America destroyed? Um, what are you implying with that statement? Well, Vince, we, so we know from Daniel 7, For if we've got people that have never heard us before, I know we've got a lot of new people listening. I can tell by the chat when I'm in the chat room watching them. But, um, you know, one of the things that we understand from Daniel chapter 7 is Daniel sees four beasts. And that's what's interesting about this gentleman calling uh, nations beast. That's basically what he's talking about when he breaks this down. He talks about a beast system. He's talking about a kingdom. The Bible tells us in uh, Daniel chapter 7 that the beast that Daniel saw, that they were kings or kingdoms. And so we understand that these will be kingdoms or nations that will be on the earth at the time that Jesus comes back. There's scripture for all of that. And you can find it in Daniel 7. And so for him calling it that, it's interesting because what Daniel sees is Daniel sees a lion and that lion has eagle's wings. And he watches until the wings of the lion are plucked off and the wings are made to stand upon on its feet as a man and a man's heart's given to it. Then he sees a bear and then he sees a four-headed leopard with foul wings on its back. And then he sees a fourth beast that he can't describe, but it's dreadful and it's, it's uh, very scary and it's got ten horns. And so 
you go down through Daniel and you read about these things, and these are nations, the Bible tells us. Now, we've broken these down before and tried to help people understand that. We're not going to be able to break it down a whole lot today, but we can break down a few of them because what we understand is that the United States, our symbol is an eagle, and that the eagle came out of Great Britain. Great Britain is a lion. That's their animal sig- uh, symbol. And so in Daniel 7, 4, we see the wings of the eagle coming out of this lion. And so then the bear, we understand, is Russia. Most people understand that. The leopard represents Germany. And the reason why it has four heads is the four heads determine uh, that uh, dominion was given to this beast four different times. Well, Hitler's Germany was called the Third Reich. And now we see the Fourth Reich rising with the EU and everything that they're involved in. Uh, Germany, once the Berlin Wall came down, Germany was reunited. Germany has been stronger and making a comeback ever since. And they're the body of that world government system in Revelation 13. So in Revelation 13, when we get there, we see the seven heads from these beasts. We see the ten horns from these beasts. And we see the, the lion's mouth. We see the leopard's body and the bear's feet, but we don't see the eagle's wings. Mm. So back to your question, where is America? Well, we're either destroyed or we're left uh, out of that world government. We either either pulled ourselves out of the world government or something's happened to disconnect us from the world. And Trump was kind of doing that when he was in office. And then now that Biden is in office, boy, it seems like we've turned completely the other way and gotten even deeper than ever before. So it's like... Like a teeter totter going back and forth. If Trump is elected again, yeah, I can't imagine how he's going to be different with his approach to many of these things. As yeah. he'll have one term left, Absolutely. he's going to be uh, aggressive about making changes that he's wanting to make. So I'm going, man, we've got we're in the fourth head, the the fourth Reich, the uh, the, the the head of the leopard. Yeah, we're the, we see the red heifers in Israel with the purification of the Temple Mount. We see the peace treaty being talked about. We see this war developing that the Bible says is coming that's going to kill a third of mankind. Yeah. Everything's in this big funnel and it's coming down all right together here. Absolutely. It's, it's absolutely unbelievable if you look at it mm-hmm. in the big picture. Yeah. So this Trump thing really kind of does align with it and a lot of people can be confused by that. You mentioned we're not talking about um, those beasts in particular today and and we're not but dave does a wonderful job explaining he takes a whole lesson and does that in our new series understanding the end time it's a 14 episode series it's available for streaming if you go to endtime.com slash new you can stream it for free if you're an end time plus subscriber if you're not you can try it for free so when you go there you'll be prompted to sign up for free uh, i think it's a 14 day trial that you get to try out if you're not already a subscriber you can stream all of them in 14 days if you want and then cancel your subscription if that's how you want to do it it's fine if not we would love for you to be a monthly subscriber there but also if you want the physical dvds we have those available if you want the physical book to read it for the first time ever. We've made it available in book form. You can go to endtime.com slash U-E-T and get that today. And Doug, guess what? We now have a 10-book bundle. Gives you a special price if you want to buy some for your small group. Nice. If you want to buy some for uh, Christmas is coming soon. Yeah. Um, you know, anything like that, whatever you want to gift it for. A lot of people are buying that just to give to friends as they're going about their day or their coworkers or whatever. You can get a 10-book bundle. I think Something like seven book, seven dollars off per book, something like that. Wow! So go check that out. Um, 
it's really a great resource that's going to help people navigate these end times. You know, it's never been easier to understand than it is now. So go to endtime.com slash UET or give us a call at 800-END-TIME to ask about or understand the End Time series. Don't forget to like and actually give us the love, the heart icon. Do that instead of the thumbs up. Share this video. Comment. What do you think? Is this Trump arrest prophetic? Yes or no? Let's hear your answer in the chat. Yes or no, is the Trump arrest prophetic? How does it tie into all that? All right, Doug. Russia says that there's no beast on earth that will be able to dismantle the growing multipolar international structure. When you read that, you know, I hear Irvin tell these stories about how he looked at the newspaper and he saw (laughs) the bear and he saw the eagle or, you know, whatever it was. He has so so many stories like that. When you read this reference to the beast on earth, was that kind of like one of those wow moments for you? I mean, it, it really was because, I mean, it never ceases to amaze me when I see people that I know, they don't understand Bible prophecy, but they're using words and yeah. talking about the very thing that prophecy tells us is going to happen. So when he says things like, you know, no beast can tear this structure down, well, Revelation 13 tells us who can make war against the beast, mm-hmm. that the beast is going to be so strong and so powerful that nobody is going to be able to make war against it. And Daniel, when he's talking about that ten-horned uh, beast, the fourth beast that he talks about, we understand that that is the EU, that that's going to be a revived Holy Roman Empire. And that's exactly what happened to the EU. When the European Union signed the Lisbon Treaty, they became the Holy Roman Empire again. And so uh, when you look at that structure, and that's going to be on the heads of these beasts. He's going to kind of be ruling with that because the the horns are on the head and the heads have crowns on them. So we know there's going to be ten kings that are going to rise up. The Antichrist rises up in those ten kings and it says that he subdues three of them. And so we're going to see that uh, at the end time. And like we were talking about before, when that beast is so powerful that nobody can change what they're setting in place, that's what he's talking about. He even goes so far, Vince, as to say that not even the economy. He says that this structure is going to develop a real economy. Well, this is Revelation chapter 13 being fulfilled. They're talking about it in this article. And this is a Russian intelligence guy who's talking about this. So they're talking about even setting up a economic system and we know that's going to happen because that's the mark of the beast and without that you're not going to be able to buy sell or trade so once this one world government gets set up completely and the antichrist is revealed all these things are going to fall into place and here's russia one of the leading countries that come down against israel at the battle of armageddon and one of their leaders saying this is going to happen and it's funny that you mentioned like right now America's not really looking like we're pulling ourselves out of world government. It looks like we're running straight into the arms of it. But at the same time, it looks like Russia's running away from it. Mm-hmm. And so we know those two are going to switch. Because Revelation chapter 12, 14, it tells us that the eagle's wings that are absent from Revelation 13, that they're going to be, able, be helping Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. And so we see that America and Israel are going to remain strong friends that we're not going to be part of that one world government system. But it's true what he says, because the Bible tells us who shall make war against the beast. Nobody can make war against the beast because the beast is so strong. So it's, that's prof, uh, prophecy just being spoken right here in a news article. And it's interesting because this comes from the Jerusalem Post. And, of course, you know, most people in 
Israel. They don't read the New Testament. And so even for the um, Jerusalem Post to be posting this, it's not like they understand prophecy and they thought it was a big story because of the words that were being used. They're just following what they do and being journalists, and boom, there it is. And that's happened over and over throughout the years, and <laughs> yes, we've highlighted that in that Understand the End Time series. Yes, sir. Um, very interesting. Where do we go from here, Doug? Because I know that if you've never heard this, or even if you've heard it a million times, yeah. when this stuff starts happening, it's it's kind of mind-boggling, and it's it's either like people start getting scared or they start getting excited and um, I kind of feel that excited feeling like, you know, this is really incredible. Uh, what else do I need to know about it? So where do we go from here? Well, you know, I mean, so one thing before we move to, to more articles, just talking about what you're talking about, what, what do we do from here? So the Bible is very clear. I mean, Jesus told us in Matthew 24, he told us things to look for that we're going to know we're in the end times when we start to see these things right before he's coming back. Wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, famines, pestilence, um, people's hearts were going to grow cold. All the things that we're witnessing, that we're beginning to see right now, Jesus says was the beginning of birth pains. And so we're watching that begin to happen. But he also gives us other news. He he doesn't tell us, so when you see this stuff, you need to run for your life because this is bad, so get out of there. He says what? He says to... Uh, that the kingdom, the gospel kingdom, should be preached into all the world, and then the end time shall come. So the only time he tells us to flee is when he's talking about the area of Judea, when the great tribulation starts, that's going to be where it's going to start. And he tells the Jews that are living in Judea to get out of those settlements and run back to where? Run back to her place. It says Israel was taken back to her place. That's Jordan, right? No, a lot of people think that, though, right? So the well, Bible, I'm like, okay, Doug, if I turn on any major Christian television channel, unless mm-hmm. you find us on there, they're going to say that the rapture's already happened. That, yeah, like, before any of those events. Most people that are watching us right now either believe this, that the rapture's already happened at this point, mm-hmm. or that's just what they've heard and they don't really understand it. So how right. can we sit here and proclaim uh, that the rapture hasn't happened yet when brother or sister so-and-so who's so well-loved throughout the world says that the rapture already happens. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got to really be hungry for Scripture and you've got to understand what's going on. But the Bible is very clear and it gives us a, a lot of information. It tells us that the uh, Antichrist is going to make war against the saints. And a lot of people say, well, those are tribulation saints. But there's no Scripture that says these are tribulation saints. It just simply says the saints. And it lets us know that we're going to be here. There's a lot of things. Dave talked about a lot of it yesterday on his program. But we have so many scriptures. We've got like 25 or 26 scriptures that we can send people that prove we're going to be here through the tribulation period. But one of the interesting things there, Vince, is when he tells those who are in Judea to flee, a lot of people think they're going to Petra. But Petra is not their place. It says that the woman runs to her place. Well, her place is Jerusalem. Mm. Jesus said over, or God said over 37 times in the Old Testament, I shall put my name in Jerusalem, and this is where my people will dwell. That's her place, Jerusalem. Talking about the timing of the rapture, it's getting dicey here, so don't go anywhere. You don't want to miss one minute. We'll be right back. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. 
I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting a call momentarily. Before we move forward, I want to remind you that Dave and Jana will be in New Orleans, Louisiana this weekend. We would love for you to come out and meet them. Dave's going to be teaching about understanding the end time and breaking prophecy news. Uh, he will be right there with you. you. He won't sneak in late and leave early. You'll be able to meet Dave and his wife, Jana, and have a great time talking about what's happening in the world today. It's not doom and gloom. He's not going to tell you that uh, you have to donate 20 times to avoid being uh, left behind or anything like that. He's going to tell you what's happening around the world, what the Bible has to say, and you're going to leave there full of hope and peace about what is coming because it doesn't matter what weapon is formed against us. It's not going to prosper. That's what we teach about when we teach you Bible prophecy and current events. And so you're going to leave there refreshed and excited to go out and evangelize to the world. So come out and meet Dave and Jana Robbins in New Orleans, Louisiana this weekend. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more. Or if you'd like more information over the phone, give us a call at 800 End Time. All right, Doug, we've covered that Russia calls out uh, the multi, let me see, multilateral, is that what it said? No, multipolar international structure. Mm-hmm. They're saying that uh, there's no beast on earth that will be able to dismantle this basically world government system, right? Is that a right. fair? Yeah. Okay, we've, we've highlighted that. We talked about all these things happening, but we're supposed to be raptured before all this. But you said, no, the Bible says the rapture doesn't happen until after the Great Tribulation, mm-hmm. not before. It doesn't matter how long they've been on TV or how long they've been a licensed minister or had their degree, the Bible says it happens after the Great Tribulation. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes that's a... We, we, we try to communicate that in love, but sometimes it's hard for people to see because that's what they've always been taught. Right. We often tell people, we started out pre-trib. Irvin Baxter was pre-trib, and, um, you know, he couldn't find that in the Bible, and he had to, he had to pivot. And so that's where we're at today, and that's what right. we're trying to help people see. Yes. Now, in addition to this story about... Um, Russia calling out the beast. We've got Brazil talking about global governance and the United Nations and climate issues and so much more. What's so interesting about this story? Yeah, so the really interesting thing here is the president of Brazil is the one that's saying this. And what he's saying is that global governance needs to be linked 
to the United Nations, which we understand the United Nations is a global government in and of itself. Uh, it will become that one world government beast uh, also along with the EU will be tied into there. And we'll explain how that kind of happens here in a minute. But it's, he says in the article, he says that they need to have power to force countries. And then he says, for example, to meet the goals of to combat cl- uh, global warming. So that's a big deal right now. You see that everywhere in, in our news. Uh, the situation, you know, with Maui, that was the, one of the first things they jumped to when they started talking about the wildfires is, oh, this was all caused by global warming. And so we're beginning to see that uh, be pushed forward a whole lot more. But they've been pushing it for a very long time. Well, this president of Brazil is saying that they need the U.N. needs to be given power the, to force people. And so uh, one of the ways that they can force you to comply right now that they use, Vince, is through sanctioning. They can sanction countries mm-hmm. that won't, uh, you know, step up to the way that they want them to do business. And so that's one of the things that the Bible tells us is going to happen. Also in Revelation 13, we mentioned it a while ago uh, with the, the Russian um, gentleman that said that they were going to even establish an economy within that world government structure. Mm-hmm. Well, right now what we see is we see the BRICS uh, economy kind of being set up uh, between Africa and Russia and China. and To help uh, everybody with BRICS, so we had some people asking about that in the chat. Mm-hmm. And I think I think maybe we need to give a BRICS update if we're able to. Well, the the most I can tell you about BRICS because I don't I, I'm not a big money person. I don't really study money out like some folks do, and and Dave really has a better grasp on, uh, you know, with the digital currency and all those things. I need to be more educated on that than I am. But basically, what they've done is they've moved away from the U.S. dollar, so they're beginning to trade inner trade with each other. Uh, and I can't remember all the Who's countries they? that are oh, involved. It's, it's Russia, it's China. Uh, I know Africa is one of them. And there's several other uh, countries that I think uh, the uh, uh, United Arab Emirates is part of it. But what they've done is they they backed off of the petrodollar and they began to to create their own economy, basically. And so that's what's going to happen really worldwide with uh, the the one world government what they're going to do is they're going to shut down everybody else's economies and say if you're going to participate in this this is the only economy we're going to have and it's going to be the mark of the beast whatever that ends up being whether it's a a chip or uh, you know digital currency or however it's going to work but we know it's going to be directly uh, put on an individual so they're going to be able to mark you somehow or another bible says in your forehead or your hand uh, and so whether that's a chip being implanted or, or however that comes to pass, they're going to be able to issue you this and then they'll be able to um, put sanctions on you personally. And we've watched it more and more. I actually saw a video yesterday where a young woman in China, uh, she had to get her, uh, you had to do like facial recognition and all this stuff in order to buy something at the grocery store. And you had to have certain like cards that, you know, were associated with the Chinese credit score and all that. That's basically what they want to move to, Vince, because then they can keep you, if you're not playing along with them and doing what they want you to do, then they're going to be able to put sanctions on you. And so that's what he's talking about. He's not just talking about being able to control people economically in this, but actually giving uh, the U.N. A, a force to where they can fight against countries and force them to do what they want them to do. And so that's what we're looking at. He's saying right now the U.N.'s not strong enough. 
to solve anything because they can't do anything about it personally. And that, um, like the United States, China, uh, Great Britain, Russia, France, that they are kind of the leaders in the UN. And if they're not playing ball with everybody, we've got to come to a way where we can force people to, uh, you know, begin to play along with the world government system. And he's saying that we're not going to be able to solve the climate change problem without this. Yeah. And remember, if you remember um, King um, Charles's speech that he made at the WEF uh, last year, I believe, he made a speech and he said something that really got everybody's attention. He said mm-hmm. uh, that this person he was speaking out would have trillions of dollars at his disposal and he would be able to do the things that needed to be done in pushing the global agendas. And really, climate change was one of the major things he was talking about. And a lot of people said he was talking about the Antichrist. Yeah. And a lot of people said, is King Charles the Antichrist? And we covered that very (laughs) subject. You can go to watch.endtime.com and for free watch our one-hour show where we answered that question, is King Charles the Antichrist? So go look that up on the End Time Plus app or at watch.endtime.com. That will answer your question on whether or not King Charles is the Antichrist or at least get you further down the road because... Well, I won't tell you the conclusion. You'll have to go watch it if you want to know. But, yeah, we did discuss that. Yeah, so here's one of the things that interests me as I'm reading this article and I'm thinking about what it says in Daniel 7, what it says in Revelation 13. So it talks about, Daniel 7 says this. I'm just going to read this. Uh, Daniel 7, 7 says, After this I saw in my night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth, and it devoured and broke into pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the other beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. So that right there tells us that he had great iron teeth, this this entity, this fourth beast. Well, that fourth beast is going to be part of that world government beast, that UN beast that we're talking about right now uh, that this president of Brazil had spoke of about needing to have a fighting force behind it. Well, think about the fact that this EU force. Now, this is one of the things that happened when Donald Trump was in office. You mentioned him earlier, so we'll just kind of talk about that for a second. He talked about pulling the United States out of NATO. He said, you know, why are we protecting you guys from Russia when you're going and you're buying your oil from Russia, the very people we're supposed to protect you against? And the United States are the biggest funders of this NATO force. We give more funds to this than any other country, and he threatened to back off. And so when he did that, Emmanuel Macron, President of France said, all right, we can't depend on the United States anymore. We need to make a coalition of the strong. And he began to bring in allies with strong fighting forces. And his idea is to bring up Europe as a very strong fighting force, like a NATO that they can pull together. That's the coalition of the strong. Now, you think about this very powerful uh, fourth beast And this beast, we believe, is where the Antichrist will come out of. But we also understand from Scripture, and I can't go into it a lot today, but it is the revived Holy Roman Empire. I mentioned that earlier. It's also an understanding of the end time. It is. And you think about the Holy Roman Empire has always been run by a political leader and a spiritual leader. So they've always had a very strong... uh, person that would run their political side of things and then the spiritual leader was always the pope in rome 
And so that's what we're going to see in the end time again. We're going to watch that very thing. We're going to watch this this uh, empire become very strong. And so the EU is part of that because we see the ten horns on the seven heads of this beast in Revelation 13. Now the body is the body of the leopard. That's where the EU uh, countries are located in that area. So we're going to see the, the uh, leopard is going to be a very, very much of the body of this structure. You're going to have these ten kings that are going to rule, these crowns that are going to rule. And then you're going to have this elite fighting force that the Bible says nobody could make war against them. So think about that as he's saying these things. And then think about what I said with a political leader and a spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. Because we know in Revelation 13 that there's another beast. Lots of people think that there's only one Antichrist and no other partner there. But there's the Antichrist who is the political leader. And then the Bible says there's going to be the false prophet. And that's going to be his partner. And that Russian foreign intelligence guy, what he said about this um, multipolar international structure sounded like he was describing that system that the Bible says. Exactly. He left, I don't think he mentioned the world, uh, the religious leader part. Right. But the world government part, it was like, whoa, he, it's, it's like he just got done reading Revelation. It's exactly. unbelievable. <laughs> and so we're going to get into that spiritual leader part here in a minute, but we probably need to get to the phone before this break. Doug, what do you think about that? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go to Jim in the truck. Jim, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, praise the Lord, gentlemen. How's it going? Going okay. good. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm thinking about what's about to happen and how God's going to do things. Now, you remember what happened with uh, Elijah when he confronted the, the prophets of Baal, and he called down fire from heaven, and they slew them, and then all of a sudden Jezebel was said that I'm just going to kill you, and he ran and hid in the cave, and then he thought he was the only one serving God, but then God said, hey, I've reserved 7,000 have not filed a need to Baal. We don't have to, I feel the Spirit of God talk about this. You know, we need to trust in the Lord, and I did a video earlier today, put it up on Facebook, and the things that's going on right now, too, is on the political end of this, too, is that Trump, uh, with this mugshot, this is going to, if they if they actually incarcerate Trump, this is what's going to bring the civil war. We don't know how it's going to happen, but we know, like you said, uh, Doug, you said that they're going to switch. Russia is actually against it, but we are heading headlong right into world government, okay? But we know, according to the Word of God, and, and the Word of God doesn't fail, okay? The Word of God doesn't fall to the ground. We're not going to miss what's coming. We are going to watch how God is going to bring this to pass. We don't have to worry. We can stay strong. I just wanted to make a comment about that. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Well, Jim, thank you for your call. We'll have to comment on that on the other side of the break. Thank you so much. We do have open lines at 877 time 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, 
we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We are going to be at an event called General Conference next month. Dave, Doug, myself, and many of our team members, including uh, Judy Baxter and the Baxter's daughters, will be there at this event and several other team members. So if you're in the Indianapolis, Indiana area, Look up General Conference. It's happening at the Indiana Convention Center. We'll be doing the show from there. Um, We aren't teaching a class or anything while we're there. We just have a booth in the exhibit hall, but we'll be hanging out there all day, every day during that event, and we would love for you to come by and meet us. We'd love to chat with you for a little bit, and um, you'll be able to, if if you have Understand the End Time, you'll be able to get Dave to sign it while you're there, or even um, you can pick up a copy or, or whatever, but we would love for you to come out and hang out for a little bit, so... Uh, Be on the lookout for more details on that. We'll be in Indianapolis, Indiana next month. Uh, I'm excited, Doug, about that. First of all, it's not very often that we all get to travel together, so that's going to be fun. But then also, um, that's where I'm from. You know, I'm from Indiana, and my dad still lives up there, and I have many sisters that live up there and nieces and nephews, so um, I'm kind of having a family reunion while we're there at that event. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Pizza King. Pizza King. Now that is a <laughs> yeah. uh, staple. So yeah, uh, yeah. we're so going to go there. We a few get times. to go there a couple of times while we're there, but it's always fun to do that, Vince. And you know, uh, we've met some really great people mm-hmm. on the floor there as they've come by the booth, and we've been able to share information with them and talk to them. And you know, uh, a couple we met last year. Are you thinking the one I'm thinking? Uh, yeah, the the one that's our biggest fan is who I'm thinking of. I don't know. You may be thinking about the other couple. The one. Well, I think you're talking about the one that came up to me and said, I'm your biggest fan. Doug, I just love you. And I said, well, I'm Vince, so you're clearly not my biggest fan. And I'm fan. sure she's watching the show right now, so she's probably laughing out loud as yeah. she's watching. But uh, they actually went with us to Israel, and I got to know them a little bit more and heard a lot about their testimony, and we may actually get to have them on a program one day so uh you never know what's going to happen when you meet us on the floor remember last year we had a youth pastor who sat down right. and did the program with us because he was such From a huge Canada. yeah such a huge end time fan and knew you know so much about what we taught and it mm-hmm. was a it was a great time talking to him live on the broadcast so never know who you'll meet well i was actually thinking of the the couple that named their child david michael yeah. And our very own Dave Robbins, his middle name is Michael. Mm-hmm. And, of course, his birth name is David. goes yeah. by Dave. But here we are. They're, they love End Time. <laughs> they love Dave. And they yeah. didn't. Know, they say they didn't know Dave's middle name was Michael. But nonetheless, yeah. that little baby was named David Michael. I've got video footage of it. I just watched it the other day. So uh, Dave, our Dave holding their Dave, it was... Very cool. It was a fun time that we had there. but and I think they even got an autographed picture of us, didn't they? They did, which is yeah. always uh, funny. But nonetheless, yes. Doug, we're supposed yes. to be talking about Bible prophecy. Let's do it. Yeah. She commented, too, by the way. Um, um, 
We talked about the world government system mm-hmm. in the first three segments. Now there's this world religious system. Mm-hmm. Is this the um, oh what's the what's the Baptist group called? I, I've totally lost it in my head. The Baptist Convention. Yeah, General General Baptist Convention. You're from there. You yeah. should know this. Yeah, uh, I can't remember their name. Is that this group? Are they that world religious system that Revelation mm-hmm. talks about? Well, they are not. They're they're not that system. Uh, the system, Vince, is going to be set up of a mother church. Okay. Uh, and Revelation 17 and 18 describe who that church is. And so it, it lets us know. It's actually uh, the office of the Pope, who has always been the spiritual leader of the Holy Roman Empire, is still going to be very much involved in the end time. And uh, we believe that whoever is Pope at the time that the Antichrist is revealed, that that Pope will be the false prophet. And so when you look at Revelation 17, there's many, many um, scriptures there that give you uh, clues to who that is. Uh, but to me, I mean, there's a there's a huge one in Revelation 18. And when I talked about uh, a few weeks ago, I did a program when you were gone uh, of the Holy Roman Empire then, and now. Mm-hmm. And in there, I explain and break that down for folks so that they can see those clues. So if you're interested in that and you want to see that, you can go back into our archive and you can look that up, Holy Roman Empire then and now. And, uh, you know, I broke it down for you and showed you some of those clues. But the interesting thing is that we have already began to see the Roman Catholic Church, the Pope in general, lining up very much with an interfaith uh, community where it's not just. Uh, interdenominational faith. It's interfaith with everyone. And we know that they just had their big uh, uh, spiritual uh, leadership, their interfaith leadership just happened last week. Uh, They met in Chicago and they had Wiccans and Buddhists and uh, Hindus and Christians and everybody came together to talk about the very things that the world government talks about. Climate control, um, the uh, Population control, the uh, distribute, uh, distribution of um, of money. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Socialism, uh, being able to help these poor countries, the rich countries, help the poor countries, and all those things. So they came together and they talked about the very thing that the UN talks about, and that's one of the ways that the world government leaders have always understood that they can get people to buy into the world government is we have to uh, buy into the religious aspect of it. So it can't be uh, an all-inclusive religion. It's got to be an all-exclusive religion where everybody's invited. And we've seen the Pope say, you know, that Muslims can make it to heaven, that atheists can make it to heaven. Uh, And he just goes on and on and, and opens it up broader and broader, it seems like, every year. Uh, but this this next article that we were going to talk about, it actually came out on um, in October of last year, 2022. So it's almost been a year since the Pope uh, talked about this. Well, before, Doug, I, I want to say that, you know, a lot of people think the timing of the rapture discussion is dicey. Yeah. But you're sitting here telling people that the Roman Catholic Church is this world religious system. Is that what I heard you say? The leader of the Roman Catholic Church will be the false prophet at that time. Yeah, and they're they're that's a pretty. That's a pretty dicey statement, there, Doug. Yeah, it I, is I would imagine dicey. that would get somebody worked up a lot more than the timing of the rapture. But they're right up there together. 
Yeah. So, you know, some people go, well, what about Islam? What about Chrislam? Yeah. Um, you know, Rick Warren and his Chrislam stuff. And he was part of the Baptist Convention until just a few months ago. And so you've got all these, you know, there's famous TV preachers that people would say are probably uh, that leader. Or maybe even some would proclaim he's the Antichrist or whatever, which right. we're not, we don't believe that. But um, to, to say this is the Roman Catholic Church... I know you're not saying that all Roman Catholic people, all people that go to a Roman Catholic church are evil or they're going to be teamed up with the Antichrist. Is is that right or maybe I'm totally wrong about what you think? <laughs> no, I mean you're you're right. There's God has people that are in these uh, these backslidden churches, and he says in Revelation Way to ease it up there, Doug. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Today's the day churches. to be bold. What were we told we this go. morning in prayer? That's right. we got to be bold. That's, That's what right. we were told. So we're going to be bold. Here's the thing. The Bible says in Revelation 18, 4, he says, Come out of her, my people, or else you partake of her sins and drink from this cup of wrath. And that's talking about the world religious system? Yeah. Okay. So, so God is telling uh, us that he has people in these churches that need to come out. So we know that, um, you know, this is a, a system. It may be, uh, I know that there are people that are good people that are in the Roman Catholic Church uh, and not everybody in there is following what this Pope says. I've got Catholic friends that are like, well, I understand what you're saying because I don't agree with what the Pope is saying. I don't agree with his stance on this or his stance on that and, and these statements he's made. But the thing is, is we've got to get out of those movements. I mean, the, the, the real reality of everything, Vince, is that there is a real scripture in Matthew 7 that says that people are going to come to Jesus and they're going to say, Lord, Lord, you know, did we not cast out demons in your name? And he's going to say, away from me, I knew you not, you workers of iniquity. So there's people no, that are going to come mean? up and say. Away from me. He's, he's going to say, I didn't know you. So They're going to go to hell. be with me, yeah. You can't be with him in heaven. So what's the alternative? They're going to go to hell. Yes. And so We don't say that very much either anymore. But yeah, that, that's what that's we're saying. It's true. Is there's going to be people who went to church every week. Yeah. And they're not going to make it because they didn't know Jesus. They yeah. didn't really know Jesus. Right. And if you're following a church that is allowing all these things, we're watching it more and more events. We're seeing it. You know, I mean, we, we've covered a lot of the stories where we've got homosexuals leading congregations. We've got transvestites teaching children in their congregations. We've got ministers that are in these, like, there was a, a minister in a church that I believe it was a Methodist church that is saying some kind of crazy prayer to like the earth and you know there's video of this and it's there's just so much stuff that is happening within churches where people if you're in a church that's not teaching the truth you've got to get out of that that's why jesus says in revelation 18 4 come out of her my people because we're really we're losing time because we are rapidly getting to the wrap-up of all this so this world religious system is going to be teamed up with this world government system the bible makes that very clear yeah and then the pope in this story that we're highlighting says that uh, he, he calls for giving the united nations real teeth mm-hmm. he says in this regard i would also note the need for a reform of the united nations organization and likewise of economic institutions and international finance so that the concept of the family of nations can acquire real teeth. It's the declaration he made. Yeah. And so that's that's the Pope that made that declaration. So it's very interesting that he makes a statement like that. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is in Revelation 13 when it talks about the false prophet 
it tells us he looks like a lamb, but he speaks like the dragon. And that's exactly a statement that you can identify directly with that scripture. Because here you have a person that is representing, as far as the Catholic Church is concerned, the Pope represents Jesus Christ on earth. He's the vicar of the church. And that's his office. He represents Jesus on earth. And so this person who represents Jesus is telling us that a world government system needs to acquire real teeth. Mm. So that it can force its edicts on the world. We got a lot to say about that, Doug. We have time for one more call if we want to get to it. Let's do it. Let's go to Virginia. James is watching there. James, welcome to the End Time Show. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. James, uh, yeah. we're short on time. I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to have to cut you off in the end. So if you can get to your question, we'll do our best to cover it. Well, my question is: I know about the Eagles' wings. Uh, my question is: Won't America have to line up with God? before he can use America to do something for him? That's my question. Well, James, you know, I mean, all throughout history, people haven't been exactly right with God that that God's used. I mean, we're talking about a nation. This nation is made up of, of a lot of Christians. There's a lot of praying people in this nation. We are by no means perfect at all. But we are a people that seek after God and seek after God's heart. And God has taken... Uh, people that were messed up, corrupted, had all kinds of crazy things happening in their life and used them to do things that God needed them to do. And so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things we need a revival in this country. Uh, But I believe that revival is coming. And I also believe that this country is a country that believes in standing with Israel. And uh, in even the things that are happening right now with the Biden administration, where he's kind of doing some things that are going against Israel. We've had a lot of people speak out against that. And a lot of our representatives even have spoken out against uh, not lining up with Israel. Thank you for your call, James. I'm sorry we've got to cut you short there, Doug. I also owe Jim an apology. We said we'd respond to him after the break. Totally failed on that. Do you have a quick response to him or do you remember what he said? I can't even remember. I might have to go back and listen. We'll respond (laughs) to Jim later. Sorry, Jim. So sorry about that. Thank you for joining us today. Tomorrow is open line, so we're going to talk about whatever you want to. So be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com and endtime.com to participate in thousands of hours of content that's totally free to you. All right, if you're in New Orleans area, don't forget, join Dave and Jana there this weekend. Go to endtime.com events to learn more about that or call us at 800-END-TIME. Have a good day.